With your latest news, I'm April Cummings. Cayman Airways cancels flights to and from Jamaica today due to the air traffic controller strike shutting down Jamaican airspace. Cal has rescheduled passengers on today's flights for tomorrow, but notes that could change depending on the situation in Jamaica tomorrow. For now, they've added an additional flight to the two already on the schedule. If you had a flight booked today, the airline says you will be notified directly. Police say a constable convicted of indecent assault has been suspended since the incident back in April 2021. In a short release to the press today, the RCIPS said the 43-year-old from Georgetown was convicted Tuesday and is currently on bail awaiting sentencing scheduled for the 15th of July. One of the first priorities of this PAC government was to stabilize government's financial position by containing costs, growing revenues, and returning us to a surplus position. The backed government's unaudited financial report for the first quarter of the year shows the highest ever surplus, surpassing pre-COVID levels. Premier the Honorable Wayne Panton tells Radio Cayman the entire public sector saw a surplus of more than $215 million, up more than $12 million compared to the first three months of last year. Revenues were also up by nearly $13 million, settling at almost $447 million for the first quarter. Premier Panton says the Minister for Finance was diligent in containing overall expenses at or below budget projections. While simultaneously increasing our cash position in the first quarter of 2022. Additionally, I'd like to extend my thanks to the other ministers and parliamentary secretaries for their commitment to achieving these results. Mr. Panton also thanked the thousands of public servants who work to serve the public and make the budgets work. The positive results are a testament to the civil services commitment to ensuring value for money, careful timing, and where possible, reducing expenses while maintaining or increasing standards of service. A new report from the Office of the Auditor General notes the COVID-19 pandemic has had a significant impact on the Cayman Islands economy, making it even more important that government considers and plans for financial stability in the longer term. The OAG estimates that government spent an additional $202 million due to the pandemic and also missed out on revenue of $131 million, adding up to a tab of at least $333 million over two years through March 2022. Now, this report includes costs incurred as of the 30th of September 2021 and an estimate of costs through the 31st of March 2022. The data does not include the entire public sector, but does include core government, the Health Services Authority, and the Cayman Islands Airports Authority. The OIG says the financial analysis done for this public interest report will inform the third report in a series of performance audits on improving financial accountability and transparency that focus on long-term financial sustainability. The Deputy Governor, the Honorable Franz Manderson, says he welcomes the release of the report. The Auditor General's report provides a valuable record of the key measures taken in the government's response to COVID-19 and their financial impact. This information is important for accountability and longer-term planning. As the country will be managing the pandemic into the foreseeable future, not to mention the possibility of other emergencies that could disrupt the economy, he says the report can help the public sector as it considers long-term financial sustainability. 
As global cases of COVID-19 trend downward, the local surge continues. New infections in the Cayman Islands continued in Epi Week 18, increasing to 748 for the week of May 1st through the 7th. That's a 19% increase over Week 17. Despite the previously reported loss of another life during Week 18, hospital admissions remained low. There have been 28 deaths due to COVID since March 2020. Public Health says as the Cayman Islands continue to reopen, the country is facing an increased number of infections, but these are not translating into a large increase in hospital admissions or deaths so far. The increased cases, however, do take a toll on services as more people are away from work in isolation and quarantine. The next delivery of new adult and pediatric vaccine doses from the UK government is expected to arrive on the 19th of May. The Department of Labor and Pensions announces it has increased the annual disbursement of funds under retirement savings arrangements by 3.3 percent to match the 2021 rise in the Cayman Islands cost of living. The annual disbursement amount of $12,480 will now increase to $12,900. The new annual increase came into effect on the 1st of April 2022. Applications received prior to April 1st are subject to the disbursement amount based on the previous RSA figure. If you have any questions, you can email dlp at gov.ky or call 945-8960. The number of migrants arriving in the islands has continued to increase. This morning at about 10.45, there were seven more arrivals on a vessel in Cayman Brac. Customs and Border Control say the six males and one female have disembarked and are being processed following established protocols. A big takeaway from this month's inaugural meeting of the Commons and Overseas Territories Speakers Conference in London was the question of independent legal advice for Parliament, among other things. Radio Cayman's Carsley Fuller speaks with Cayman Parliamentary Speaker, the Honourable McKeeva Bush, about the event. It was very interesting. I think it is worthwhile to have this kind of meetings to discuss the issues that affects our parliaments, that affects us, those of us that still are elected and have the constituency. So what were some of the big issues up for discussion? Matters such as the separation of powers, that is separation of powers between the executive, which is the cabinet, and the judiciary and the legislature. Security is big on their list. And this not only concerns security for the parliament building and staff that exist there, but security for our workers in our constituency offices. That's one of the things that we have been working on, how to secure our parliament, that it only has a front door and a back door and one entrance in and out. So it's very important for the speakers to get together to look at their situation. And and we are fortunate to some extent, places like Montserrat um, don't have a parliament. Places like Anguilla shares their parliament with their court. And this is is causing problems all around. Uh, Being in overseas territory, we support each other's position. I saw that another area of concern was potentially dealing with climate change. How parliaments deal with the climate change. And Parliament can only deal with it if the executive brings regulations, brings laws, um, brings proposals. If not, then Parliament can deal with it. There is climate change. It affects small island states like the Cayman Islands. And so we have to, to take note of what is happening around us. And we now have a ministry 
that can deal directly with these matters, and uh, the Premier seems committed to it. But these are matters that were discussed at the um, conference. So this was the first time this conference has been held. I mean, do you feel that there was there was worth in attending? I believe that we we have to continue this and the proposal that the conference will be an annual conference held in different territories. Between May 4th and 6th, speakers from Cayman, Anguilla, Bermuda, Montserrat, St. Helena, Turks and Caicos Islands, the UK House of Commons, and a representative from Gibraltar attended the first ever speaker-led conference. That is your latest local news from Radio Cayman's Newsroom. I'm April Cummings.